0: hi and welcome to quick hit with Kelly McAtee so one of the things that I've spent many years studying is the Hebrew language the Hebrew letters and every Hebrew letter also represents a number and the Hebrew calendar is a lunar calendar and the Western calendar is a solar calendar so our rhythms on the west over here are very different than the rhythms and calendar and the yearly calendar of the ancient hebrew calendar it's been so exciting and so fun there are times where it has totally made my brain hurt but it has also opened me up to the depths and the um, infinite unbelievable nature of the Lord our God. He is so cool. He is way cooler than any of us can even detect. And so venturing into this world has opened up my senses in really exciting and new ways. So just as a little tidbit, for example, above our head, every single day, the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of the whole world, who is infinite, he is Infinite, an infinite God, He existed before He came in human form as the pre incarnate Christ. He did not have a human body yet, uh, but he, he was in existence, and then He became the seed of the Most High Living God in a female uterus. Amazing. And then was birthed onto this planet, just like you and me with two legs and two arms and ten fingers and ten toes and um, lived and worked and breathed and talked and um, yet was fully God and fully man and completely showed us how to do it. How to be the light of the world, how to be um, salt, which brings preservation and flavor and um, all sorts of wonderful things so he showed us how to do it and he conquered death for us because we can't do it just can't do it by ourselves and he descended into hell on our behalf so that we wouldn't have to yowza ouch um, and he rose again he conquered death he is the only only human fully human fully God that conquered death anybody else who claimed to be a deity um, they're still dead so um, the story of the infinite god and his character and his nature is told above our heads every single day in the stars And um, that's why a lot of people get into horoscopes and that sort of thing, because there is a certain level of truth to it. And people are so hungry for the power and the authority of God. They want a closeness to a powerful being. And yet that whole horoscope um, astrology has gotten perverted over time and so that's why it works kinda but not wholly or fully so for example um, the Greek zodiac gets a lot of things right but it starts wrong so the Hebrew Maseroth which is essentially the equivalent the Hebrew zodiac but it's called the Maseroth it starts with Virgo, the virgin. And so that is the virgin holding the wheat, the seed of the most high, and then you go through, and there's all sorts of resources that I can share over time with this stuff, because it's so exciting and so interesting, and it brings such intimacy um, with an infinite, invisible God. It's incredible. And so it starts with Virgo the Virgin, and it ends with Leo the Lion, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And so when Jesus returns, he is the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords coming to set up his government on earth as it already is in heaven. And so we start with Virgo the Virgin, because for this earth and this planet, that is the entrance of God coming down, descending fully God, fully man, Conquering death, bringing life, new life, and it is so exciting. And so, I have um, discovered all of this through my study of the feasts of the Lord. So, that is one of my great passions, is the feasts of the Lord, and we are entering into the fall feasts. The fall feasts of the Lord are absolutely incredible. So are the spring feasts. The spring feasts were fully and completely fulfilled by Yeshua Jesus. They were fully and complete, down to the detail. We'll get into some of that stuff. But we are entering into the fall feast season, which have not yet been fulfilled, but they will be. And so what's incredible is that every detail of this fall feasts points to the coming again Messiah who will return for his people and set up his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven now I want to make sure that it's real clear all are invited absolutely and completely all are invited to repent and return to their maker the Lord their God through the way the truth and the life which is Jesus he is the doorway he is the gateway He is the one who makes atonement. He is the one who makes reconciliation between man and God. It is an intimate, personal relationship that he offers to every single one of us. So all are invited. Not everybody accepts the invitation. But he knocks on every single human's door the door of their heart, he knocks on that heart, but he does it with his voice, so we have to be able to hear him. That's why he says, my sheep hear my voice. They know it, because all those who are his, truly his, are drawn to him. They are drawn to his voice. Now we got to get through all the muck. And so part of what is so exciting about entering into the things of God and being obedient to them is what it unlocks for us. And then all of a sudden we start to see the value and the excitement and the beauty of the things of God, and then we just can't get enough. And so that is what it is all about. So we are about, with the Feast of Trumpets, we are about to enter into the Hebrew year 5783 so we have been in a Shemitah year which we'll get into what that is that is the seventh year rest um, that none of us over here especially in the states are very good at but it's an amazing concept and there's tremendous blessing that comes from it we'll get into some of that over time and then we're moving from 5782 because remember, it's a lunar, they're on a lunar calendar, and they don't recognize the Hebrew culture and Jewish calendar does not, it did not delineate the birth of Christ. So they count from what they believe is Genesis 1. So 5782 is the year that we are currently in. In the fall, and for us, it's September right now. It moves around a lot on our solar calendar because it's based on the moon. So the Feast of Trumpets starts this year on the evening because the Hebrew day starts in the evening. It starts with rest, family time. That's how their day starts, is in the evening of September. Oh, I need to look at my calendar, make sure that I get it right. It starts on September... The evening of Sunday September 25th and it goes for two days because in ancient cultures you couldn't always see the moon it's the only feast that starts with a new moon which means no moon and so sometimes that's kind of hard to discern it's like well wait is it a sliver or is it if it's cloudy so they had a two-day feast to kind of make for some allowances there. So it'll go this year from Sunday, September 25th to Tuesday, September 27th. And that ushers in the new calendar year of 5783. Now there is significance moving from the number two to the number three. So the Hebrew language, the letters themselves have layers of meaning. Each letter is a picture and a number And it represents a sound. And that's another just incredible study where you really get a picture and a feeling of the magnitude and the depth of the true living God and his ways and how incredible they are. So what I have started doing is I have started going through the word of God, going through the Bible, which is also it's the the Tanakh and um, the Torah and then Christians have the New Testament and uh, Messianic Jewish um, people of that faith also fold in the New Testament and so I have been t- studying the transition of from chapter 2 to chapter 3 and so in Genesis the transition from chapter 2 to chapter 3 is really incredible and so I encourage you to do that study also and just have an open heart and ask the Lord and the Holy Spirit to speak freely and to bring to the forefront of your mind and your heart and your body anything that he would like to highlight for you personally. Those are really rich times of study where you can enter into really deep intimacy with the Lord your God. He wants that with you. He wants an intimate close honest, authentic relationship with you. And so one of the things that I want to highlight that I believe that the Lord wants to do in this coming year of 5783, and then we on the West, we enter into um, the year 2023. And so that chapter three in Genesis is where all the nastiness comes in. That is the place where It says that, but the serpent was shrewder than any animal of the field that Adonai Elohim made. And that serpent said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from the trees of the garden? And so it's really kind of an incredible thing. We've got a talking animal here. That's kind of interesting. I've got a lot of questions about that. Um, I find it interesting that he seemed to target the woman and not the man. Maybe she was an easier target. Maybe he knew that he could get Adam through her because of Adam's love for her. Some interesting stuff there to unpack. But you notice the first thing that he did is he opened his mouth. This is the bad guy. This is the guy that does not want good things for man and woman and he sows doubt with his mouth. Now think about all the people out in the world who sow doubt they just plant little seeds here and there and then our mind just kind of gobbles it up it's like oh my gosh well maybe i'm not good enough for this or maybe i'm not capable of doing this it's sowing doubt our mouths are so important the lord our god who we are created in the image of he is so powerful and has such authority that when he speaks, something is so, and we are created in his image. And so when we speak, it is so. And the word talks about that in the tongue is the power of life and death. So we with our tongue, this tiny little rudder, this tiny little um, um, tissue in our mouth, either sows death into ourselves, our own physical body, and our environment, or it sows life. That's what it does. It either sows life into our physical bodies, our minds, our spirits, our souls, and our environments around us, or that tongue sows death into ourselves, our bodies, and the environments around us, the people around us the people often that we claim to love the most. So, it's a very interesting concept that this adversary, that this being that does not want the best for the man or the woman, sows doubt through its mouth. Now, another interesting thing is that in the Hebrew calendar, we're in the 80s. The 80s, 5780, is... The number 80 is the letter pay. It is representative of the mouth. Pay is about the mouth. And so, look at this. We're in a decade of pay. We are transitioning from two to three. And three, chapter three in Genesis, starts off with a mouth that ushers in cursing, death, destruction, lies, Falsehood. It is the beginning of all the nastiness that enters this earth. You go on in chapter three, we see lust. We see desire for sin and disobedience. We see believing lies and then acting on it. And then what results? from that process of believing lies and acting on it and every single one of us every single human we all believe lies and we all act on it that is why we have to actively be seeking out and pursuing the face of the most high living god and spending time in his word and around his people because that helps us see more clearly the lies that we're buying into and believing. We need each other to be able to do that. We've just got too many blind spots. We can't see it. That's the whole nature of deception. That is literally the definition of deception. I don't know that I'm deceived because I'm caught in it in such a way that I can't see it. And that's why it's so interesting that we can very easily see other people's the things that they're caught in but we can't clearly see the things that we are caught in but that is why jesus challenges us and he says hey man take the speck out of your own eye look at yourself turn inward and seek me help me to help you see this the speck in your own eye you think it's a speck i promise it's bigger before you seek to take no I'm saying that wrong. See, I said it wrong. Take the log out of your own eye. Take the log out of your own eye. That sucker is huge. It's a log compared to the speck in the other person's eye. That you think they've got a log in their eye. Well, the truth is they do. But that's theirs to go deal with. That is theirs to go seek the truth about. So Jesus challenges every single one of us. To take the log out of our own eyes before we are seeking to take the speck out of somebody else's eye. Look at the comparison there. I mean, it's just, it's so visual. It is so clear that we have such a tendency to be focusing on everybody else's stuff, blaming it, criticizing it, but very rarely are we really willing to dig down, get into the trenches with our own stuff? And that's the beauty of what Jesus's lowly, gentle, merciful, faithful, available character is. Because you can read him throughout the New Testament and he was so loving to the people. He was not judgmental. He did not come to condemn. He came to heal. He came to save. And when he would enter into discussions and conversations with people, it was a loving conversation. And he would heal them and he would say stuff like, now go and sin no more so that something worse doesn't happen to you. Because something happened right here in this chapter three, in this sin, in this place of lust and desire for sin and disobedience something happened there that brings us sickness that he came to overcome to completely cover and bring healing and then he says after he heals people okay you're healed and I'm so happy about that. But go and make different choices. Go and choose obedience and my ways so that it will go well with you. So that something worse doesn't happen to you. Choose different ways build in new and different and godly habits that will sow and cultivate life and healing and vibrancy into your whole being not death sickness and all this crap that we just cleaned up so, there's so much wonderful things that I'm so excited to share with you. This was hardly a quick hit. I'm going to have to change the first part of this because this was not a quick hit. I just got going and I got so excited and I just had to share it all with you. So, bless you in the name of Jesus with truth and truth and life and love and mercy and grace and justice from the Most High Living God. Bless you.